Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is February 12th. Sir, how we doing? Brendan! I'm, uh... I gotta say, you threw me off there. Uh, I'm doing alright. I served you. I served I feel, I feel like, uh... You know, I'm just getting jammed by this waste management every year of my life now. I, I, I don't... I mean, basically... Until this podcast no longer exists, our Super Bowl experience will be like have this like thing hanging over it and be moderately stressful. You just like it's not free and clear. Not complaining, not a bad job to have, but the Super Bowl Sunday is a little weird now. We are recording this at halftime of the Chiefs 49ers game, which is just about when the Phoenix Open ended, anyways. So uh, we are going to sprint through this maybe and watch the second yeah. half. We uh we're gonna miss Usher. My wife, who doesn't care at all about football, was asking me if I wanted the her to record the halftime show. So I said I was like I was cooking dinner. Came at just this is the worst time possible for a podcast. Really. Middle of dinner, middle of the Super Bowl, but here we go. Let's go. What a finish. What a tournament, actually. Like all honesty incredible sunday did anybody watch probably no. not but it was an incredible golf tournament incredible finish it was it, it was a good final i don't know four five six hours like i mean you, you you didn't lock in for that long but you could come and go and most of it was a good sunday uh nick taylor is a freaking assassin never ever once doubted that any of those balls weren't going dead in the heart at pace it just was amazing all the way down to the last one. Like as soon as Charlie Affman, like valiant effort by Chucky, uh, the tough man. How about uh, the valiant tuft? Effort. How about a giant tuft getting in his way? <laughs> most famous per- most famous church pew bunker in all of American golf at the 18th at TPC Scottsdale. <laughs> Got him. Popped him. Uh, I don't know. Tough. I feel like what? the church pews are a little irrelevant for the for the men now. You know, it's become a little, little. I I guess they're right in the way, but you know, it is the you most prevalent like, church pew. The, <laughs> visually, well, yeah, you get the it, Super Bowl audience too. They they think that's where the church pews started. <laughs> and Charlie Hoffman gets a little tough. He has to deal with. He has to navigate the tough. Um, congrats. I mean, yeah, Taylor was amazing. It was pretty good. It was a messy disaster of a Phoenix open really for, uh, 85% of it. Just, a, just, we'll get into that. Like, was it too drunk? Has it gone too far? The, the discourse is very, uh, hot right now around the Phoenix open and it's culture, but, uh, you know, ZJ, Hey, 
I got to jam you one more time. I'm jamming you right now. Shout out to the career money exemption because it oh, delivered this, this week in spades with both ZJ, uh, you know, objecting to be being called a sir, and then Charlie Hoffman taking it all the way to the wire, thought he had the, his hands around the trophy. Nick Taylor, birdie, whatever, six of his last seven, five of his last six holes, including both playoff holes. Uh, to steal it from him. But the career money exemption just had a fabulous, fabulous weekend of delivering content and contention. I had this all prepped for Charlie Hoffman. And like, I'm excited that he had, like, it's cool to watch a 47-year-old catch lightning in a bottle one week, which is what I believe this was. I don't believe that this is part of a resurgence. I was so happy. You can call me a hater. You could call me whatever. I was so ecstatic that Nick Taylor won. So happy because I didn't want to see Charlie Hoffman toting around to her for two more years because of this career money exemption parachute that yielded him catching lightning in a bottle one time. And I... Listen, I've got a perfect... I've got a perfect comparison. I've got a perfect comparison. All right. Listen, I was excited. I liked watching Charlie ha- Hoffman turn back the clocks, okay? It reminded me, I, I'm a huge NBA fan. I have NBA League Pass. I re- it reminded me of the night in 2021 when Carmelo Anthony turned back the clocks himself. Completely done with his career. Yeah, everybody's written wrong. him off. You What's know, everybody's like, oh... Uh, Carmelo's nothing. He's he's toiling away in 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 Portland. He's like this guy that they signed to somehow try and put people around Dame Lillard that could help him. And, and Carmelo sh- scores thirty two points against the lowly Pistons. He goes eleven for sixteen for the field. And everybody's like, after the game, is Carmelo back? Is he back? No, this is just an aberration performance of a guy that was at the end of his career. And it was awesome to watch for one one night. It was awesome. The end of Carmelo, he occasionally sprinkle in these really fun uh, performances. But guess what? In 2022, he didn't get a contract from an NBA team. You know why? Because he was done. Okay? And what I didn't want to happen was that Charlie Hoffman wins and he's in every designated event this year. Every de- basically LA, every designated now, right? event next year. Yeah. I, I just didn't want us to be saddled with Charlie Hoffman for the next two years of our lives. Now, you could call that mean-spirited, cold-hearted. You can call it whatever you want. But I do not believe he's one of the 50 or 60 best players on the planet. And I didn't think that winning one You're... tournament, catching lightning in a bottle on a career money list exemption, which shouldn't even exist, should purpose. And at the same time, I want you to know at the same time when he was going bananas on the back nine, when he was opening up this league, I was watching it. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is an amazing performance. Two things could be true. I could be amazed at the performance. I was enjoying the performance. But at the end of the day, I didn't want him to win because I didn't want to watch him in all these other tournaments. Um, okay. I mean, he nearly won the golf tournament. 
Yeah. Do you think? Do you think he should be in every designated event for the next two up, years? First up, comparing. Do you I got see the, all the stats I, that I mean, they were talking good. about. Maybe all the missed cuts. It. Maybe he's found it now. You know, I mean, like he just nearly won. He beat you know 125 players or however many guys are in the field. Um, I, I do like. I I got it's a good comp. I get it, but like Charlie Hoffman, I get the career end part. Carmelo also had is he back because he was a top like four player in the world at one point for ten years. Like Charlie Hoffman's never been that, but I get what you're saying with like the lightning in a bottle comp. That makes sense. But Chuck Hoffman Car- Carmelo comp is amusing to think about uh, in large part. But yes, I uh, can can those two things exist? Is that Am I a deranged individual? Because I, I I believe in those two. I loved the Charlie Hoffman performance. I was like cackling. It was he was just when he putted it around the bunker on seventeen to dead. I was like, oh my god! You can't, can't believe this guy is going to win this thing. You kept waiting for him to like fall, like because it's one of these events where you got to kind of keep pushing the pace, and he was the one that kept doing. You kept waiting for him to like. Like the gala, right? Today, it was just kind of like you gotta keep with the pace. You expected that to be kind of Hoffman, but then you walk in. I think at one point he was like four clear. He was like twenty one, and the next was seventeen. Yes. Which um, I, it was. It just kept waiting for it to fall apart, which I think speaks a little bit to your lightning and like how long is this sustainable and is it worthy of? You know, it was what do you have sixty fours back to back? Is it worthy of on the weekend? Um. It's so like 24 hours of like amazing golf worthy of two years of perks. I don't know. I mean, you have like a hot 24 hours at the Masters. You get a lifetime invitation well, sometimes. He, he he was on the precipice of his, his <laughs> traditional first round lead at the Masters. So you thought of what else was a good? What else was it a good? Made it a good tournament. You you said it was great. You, you I, thought the, I, I don't I know the, if I got there. With the the last that, two but. hours was amazing. I mean, you yeah. had Nick Taylor laying up on a par five. Everybody jamming him. Everybody. The yeah. analytics community community just oh you know this is stupid. He lays up and then he hits it to stone to two feet. He's Birdies. chasing at the time. He's yeah. not like out of front. Yeah. Scotty's still in the mix. He almost dunks it on on the on sixteen. That was cool. That um, was cool. I mean, his putter. Well, it's good finish. It's a it good finish. finish. The course is a good like those last four are intriguing. They so you know yeah. I, I mean, like from the pr- perspective of the competition and the thrilling the the thrilling finish, I thought it was a great tournament. It was the best finish that the tours had. To date. Yeah. You compare it to Liv having Rom, DJ, Brooks, Bryson kind of all. But I don't think anybody. I mean, I Saturday night, Saturday afternoon. I don't think a lot of people watch that. But it's a much sort of easier, easier sellable uh, marquee there. But this was a good. But that, that that is kind of the constant push and pull we've had these last two years. Like, I think the tour does have some sort of institutional of course they have weaknesses, but like some of these like comfort advantages of this is the Phoenix open. It's Phoenix open Sunday. Um, and there's an advantage to having that and being on CBS and all that stuff. Now it didn't work out great this year with all the rain, but, uh, yeah, Taylor versus Hoffman is not DJ versus Bryson Brooks, Rom that whole, what they had going on. Also, you know, 
Andrew Novak needs a different people. You can't refer to him as Novak. I kept looking up like, wait, is tennis on? Like you can't go by Novak. Oh, come on. You want Serious. The guy to change his name? You get an announcer that says Novak excitedly. You're like, wait, am I watching a different sport? And that's never going to change. Now, do I expect Andrew Novak to be in my life many times on Sundays? Probably not. No, no. He like they talked about him. He like was 300th in the world, missed like three cuts in a row by a mile. Now he's you know they don't repair and he's playing 36 holes in the last group. I thought it was a. I thought it was an okay. It was a good Sunday. Like, it was it was it was needed. Let's just put it that way. It was needed. Some action was needed after the first stop start disaster of the first three days. <laughs> Nobody watched the finish though. That's going to be the problem. Nobody watched any of it. No. Nobody watched any of it. Everybody's watching the Super Bowl. Apparently, you know Travis Kelsey's. Running over Andy Reid. I don't know. It, it looks like a boring Super Bowl so far, but 10 3 is where we go. So, um, should we do an ad read for our friends at uh, AG1? Yeah. You, you a lot of people road. might not be, might, might not be feeling great tomorrow. I'll tell you what can help you a, get over that, get over that, uh, Super Bowl, uh, post Super Bowl hump is a little AG1. A little for junk. Those, so much junk food. Go ahead. Yeah. Taking care of your health isn't always easy, especially when the Super Bowl is on, but it should be at least simple. That's why for the last probably year and a half or so, I've been drinking HE1 every day, no exceptions. It's just one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day, and it makes me feel absolutely energized, focused. I'm ready to take on the day. That's because each serving of AG1 delivers my daily dose of vitamins, minerals, prebiotics, and probiotics, and more. It's a powerful, healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. You know, I guess like I get a lot of people asking me about AG1 and I always say we do. We do get a lot of people like, what's the deal with that? Should I try it? Does it taste good? But that's one of the one of the partners. We get a lot of questions on the ground. about. It tastes it, it tastes good. It's tastes easy. Yep. It's just like a scoop. I, you know, a little cold water scoop here and then i'm ready to go and i feel super energized focused and i'm a big fan of the power of the habit it just gets me going it gets me all part of the day i'm I'm healthier the days that i drink ag1 i'm not gonna lie i've been off it a little bit i've felt it yeah uh, so i'm gonna get back on you bring some to los week. angeles yeah gonna you're gonna travel you. pack yeah all right I'm bringing I'm the right. travel packs <laughs> if there's one product i had to recommend to elevate your health it's ag1 that's why I've been partnered with them for so long. So if you want to take care, take your ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash shotgun. That's drinkag1.com slash shotgun. Check it out. All right, let's, let's get on to why people might want to be drinking AG1 after their Phoenix, Phoenix. I'm sorry. I just got to go back on you. Charlie Hoffman would have been a great win. I thought it would have been a hilarious story. All right. I just saw the cannon fodder Charlie running through the battlefields to cl- claim another PGA Tour win after he was sent out there by Phil to do the sorry J. I thought it would have been a great, great win. Uh, but I get the old, it shouldn't trigger two more years of Charlie Hoffman. I, I felt. Well. 
truly bad for him. I think the right guy won. Nick Taylor was a freaking stud, but I really felt for Hoffman. Like that's his last, probably his last go. Listen, what what we learned is joining the pancake zone is tough. It's hard to get into the the five win club. It's hard to get into the pancake zone. Charlie Hoffman tried. He got to the gates, but he just couldn't get in. A lot of uh, positive press for his pack work all broadcast long. You see Kisner did an interview with Shoe Pack where he said like he was the Hoffman was the best pack member and he popped speed. He goes, speed this bad pack member. All he cares about is superstars. He was born as a superstar. And I, I you know, see speed didn't see the whole membership, is what he thought. It was kind of an interesting, but I don't know. If, this was before Hoffman was ever in contention or became a story in the golf. It was like a part of a QA and it's shoot pack story so i mean the good news for charlie is that whether his whether he satisfies his career money exemption or not he's obviously on a he's up to 25th in the fedex cup could be it could be on his way to designated events but whether or not he does you know what this guaranteed what sponsor exemptions until he dies at this event I assumed he was on one, and then I I forgot he's on the career money because he's got the WM sponsorship and all that. So I want the record to know I loved watching Charlie Hoffman. Is this apparent to you? I'm not trying to shit. I got it. I don't like the way the PGA Tour sets this up, that a guy that hasn't earned a spot on the PGA Tour the last two years using a parachute could just like bomb in and, and get into these things. Yeah. Based off let's, of one week. Let's talk about the other guy there on the parachute, who's kind of the symbolic uh, sort of tension between the players and fans, if you want to call them that. I don't know if they're fans. It feels like they're just festival <laughs> they goers who don't like may or may not realize there's an attendant golf tournament going on somewhere around them. Um, tension boiling over a lot of uh, social, a lot of the aggregation accounts rife with People passed out, falling over, exacerbated by the weather, right? Like, this is quote-unquote... I mean, I saw the official press release from... They explained why they shut down fans on Saturdays because their stadium sort of... Stadium effect on so many holes was unusable, right? These hills were not usable space for people to stand, congregate, so there's too much congestion. So the drunkenness was exacerbated by a a grounds that had been kind of... uh, been just ripped apart right and and it seems like we crossed a line this week uh it seems like it went a little bit too far uh i'm not going to sit here and say you're a prude or a pearl clutcher if you were kind of turned off by what you saw um the thing is everybody has phones now right so we see everything that happens right it feels worse than ever because we also get to see a lot of it from inside the gates, inside the circus. Uh, whereas maybe we didn't always get to see that. That also then promotes guys knowing people are going to see it and running onto the 16th hole, swan diving into the bunker, you know, pulling up their pants and showing off their junk. And it just felt like, what the hell is going on? The players seem to have the biggest issue with this sort of being spread across all 18 holes, like everywhere along the course, it was not just 16. Um, and it was like tee shots, random tee shots, you know, approach shots and fairways at five, just, it was everywhere on the course. That's certainly where you saw 
ZJ having an issue. Billy Ho, let's call somebody bullet, buddy. It's our fucking job here. We're trying to do our job. He wasn't even defending himself. He was defending a playing partner on that one as a official spokesman, town crier of the PGA Tour. Um, ben on tweeted that said, you know, I know what to expect. I'm used to this. I'm fine with this event in the past, but this was a total shit show everywhere on the course. Uh, and then you just had like a lot of videos of like, you know, the mudslides and people with their shirts off, people falling off giant perches, people pissing themselves while they're blacked out, them shutting off alcohol sales, them shutting the gates to even ticketed page, ticketed fans could not even come in. It just felt like a bit too much. Um, and I've been to the infield for the Preakness multiple times. Um, this isn't new. Like you go to a tailgate lot at a Bills game or a Browns game or like a college football game like this kind of stuff is going on it just felt like the players had sort of had it crossed the line with the players a lot and they are the ones that have the power in this they can be like look we're not coming back here i'm not coming back here thunderbirds get your shit together like it's now gone too far they it's the player empowerment era and they are the ones that can kind of change this yeah i you know there's like two two sides of this right like this is the identity that they've leaned into totally and this is i you know this is what happens to everything from that standpoint right like when you Mm -hmm. lean into something every year that you have an event that is like set particularly centered around drinking every year in second is going to get more and more ridiculous and more and more people are going to come in from out of town for it Right. Uh huh. I think that's a big part of this is that there are so many people coming in from out of town that are going there to just to to drink a ton. And I think like, listen, that's what this event's all about. That's the signal they're putting out. Those people are not in the wrong. That's what they this event has sold as come do this. Right. right. So. When. This is the this is the thing that they're going to have to deal with, right? This is the difficult thing. I mean, how many events looked at the waste management and were like, God, if we could just be like that, mm-hmm. we would really have something. It's, and, it's, but this ahead. is the downside to it is that you get to a point, you see this happen with everything. Like I, I, I went to University of Illinois and we had this unofficial St. Patrick's Day. It was on a Friday. Sure. Um, and it, like every year of my college experience, more and more people of your friends came from out of town. The, the bars became less and less, you know, like local bars and more and more out of towners in. And, and, you know, you watch the, the vibe and the, and the atmosphere completely change. And that's, I think what's happening with this event is that it's becoming less and less golf fans. It, it, it's, it's crazy how much this event has like penetrated to like a larger, wider sports consciousness. Like I, like there are a lot of people in my life who kind of know what I do for a living. Like kind of know I cover pro golf who come up to me this weekend. Like, well, you're not at Phoenix. You're not at the Phoenix open. Yeah. yeah why are you? I was like, no, like, no, I'm going next week. And they're like, what's that? What's next week? It's like, it has penetrated sort of like a general sports fan to like, Maybe as much as like any non-major, probably any non-major for sure, but maybe as much as some majors like a PGA or something in terms of like 
just people being aware of it and it's aware that it's happening that week. Um, but yes, a big part of that is people who aren't there, who have no idea about the golf. And like you're talking about losing it, losing, it's starting to change. That's where I think the players sort of take back a little bit, like push back a little bit, like, Hey, like we need, like, we, like, I love this. I expect this, but it can't be like the way it was in 2024. Like you could see that happening and they have a little bit of, they're the ones that have the power. There's no takes like the, I don't know. I felt bad for like the, I felt bad for like the, the volunteer, like yeah. security guys trying to break up these fights. You see the fight, the one guy's wrestling around on the, and like the cops I'm sure are used to at this point and they make money out. But like, it just, I felt bad for those kinds of people. I think the problem is the stadium atmosphere is fine. As a, as a player, I imagine you either want it really loud or quiet. Yeah. And the problem is the in-between. So when you get the chatter and it's yeah. not just everybody talking, right? That's easy right. to drown out. Um, right. So I think that's the problem with it. And I can't imagine the weather delays and having the leaders like Total. on the front part of yeah. the court. It had to have changed the way the whole event worked, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I, look. you want a couple of anecdotes from the, from the ground? Sure. I yeah, had a group, yeah. a group Go of ahead. my friends were there um, okay. for a 40th birthday party. Oh, God. <laughs> so, I don't think I could do that at 40. Well, think about a 40 year old. Also, think about like a, a, a confident, like 40 year old professional at this. Yeah. Like, you, th- you just like, like your party. Holy part- cow. Partly yeah. observing, <laughs> probably probably drank plenty of plenty of beers, but yeah, but also in an observation, father of uh, father of three yeah. role, right? Yeah. You're like kind so, of in the medium, happy medium, yeah, yeah. So he said, uh, he said he talked to a SWAT SWAT guy on Saturday. So this is from Saturday. Yeah. I could see that, like you know, maybe maybe your wife's going to the bathroom and you just yeah. strike up a conversation with the SWAT guy. Yeah. A, that's a 40 year old move right yeah totally yes 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 <laughs> he hey, said, what's, said, what's going on <laughs> the SWAT the SWAT guy said that an all time record of 130 unconscious people were taken out on Saturday like that's just like I don't know it seems <laughs> stupid I don't like I'm not a prude I've been to the Preakness infield this is not new they had 10 cent beer night at the Indian. It's a legendary. My dad tells me this story every year. They canceled the game. He was there laughing as chaos ensues. Like this is not new that drunks have ruined or, or drunks have impacted sports events, but there wasn't another 10 cent beer night after that. So we'll see what happens. I think the what, what 120, you do? 130, 130. That's crazy. Amateur it's nuts, hour. right? Like amateur hour. I, I mean, don't. I guess whatever. We all did dumb stuff. When I did young. a lot of stupid stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it feels like now it's impacting the golf around the course, and that's where the players will react. Here's what would what, you do? What would you do if you're if you're um, the Thunderbirds or the yeah. tour? I think they probably they they can clearly tighten it up they can absolutely if they decide they want to admit less people fewer people they want to like kind of uh, make beer less readily accessible in such copious amounts 
they can do that. They, they shut can down be the more, beer at noon. I know. They can be more on the like, you know, eject and or whatever, or or like just have more secure. Like they could make an effort if they really wanted to, and the players demanded it. Here's where we're at, Andy, really. Like, here's what Liv has done in the current moment. Like, they have put everything that happens on tour under a microscope, for better or worse. Yeah. And it, for uh, in control or no control. Could be a bad weather week. Doesn't matter. Like, oh, shit, should we no longer have Pebble Beach anymore? Even though that was the first event that had been shortened to 54 holes in like six years. But all of a sudden, Liv is here, and it's like, you start thinking about everything. Should this be a fix? Should we change the Phoenix Open? Does does this need to be changed? Should the schedule be changed? Do we need to take – and some of it is productive, right? Some of it's productive change. Some of it's productive reexamination. Others could be like hasty overreaction, like where – like we don't need to redo the entire schedule because we got bad weather, shit weather breaks for like seven days and like stuff that's never happened before uh, or very often like that's, but in the context of live, it makes you kind of think about some big massive either issues or changes. It it just, it kind of amplifies things. Is that, is that like a fair framing you think? Yeah, I do. I, I mean, this is what competition does, right? It makes you examine everything you're doing. Right. But I don't want some of it to be a hasty like overreaction. If like you just had bad weather for a weekend or you got a shit kind What of about finish. this idea? What if they sold tickets for sixteen through eighteen? And then you sold other tickets for one through fifteen. <laughs> you have to wear pants and a collared shirt on one through fifteen. It's like coat, coat and tie inside the clubhouse, kind of on this side of the course. I mean, do you, don't you think that would work? Um, I think it could just make 16 through 18 more of a like a complete madhouse. Because then you have all the nuts then. aside. Nah. The problem was they broke contained this year. <laughs> then you have all the nuts in one spot. So I don't know, but the players seem pissed off. They seem they seem largely upset. I don't think I saw a lot of like, this was good. This is the way it should be. Kind of. I think thing. Max Homa is just going to go down with it. He seemed to be one of the ones who's like it was fine, right? It felt yeah, like. Well, he can't. He's sweet. he's a Scottsdaleian. You know, right. he can't turn his back on his people. Right. Uh, Hundred and thirty passed out people is a lot. I, I, unconscious. Unconscious. I, I guess I just don't know how you like get to that in such a public place, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And on beer, aren't they? I'm just old. I couldn't, I couldn't drink myself out of consciousness on beer. I need 75 beers. I feel like at age 40, <laughs> right? I don't know. I Maybe mean, that people might think I'm unconscious, but I'd just be asleep. Yeah, right, right. I'm just tired. I still have half my wits. I'm just tired. <laughs> anyway, that's crazy. Um I I I think I think there will be a little bit different messaging and and some efforts to curb a little bit. Like you said, I mean, what was weird today was speed popped off at somebody. And that's you're talking like Sunday at like 1 p.m. And somebody got he him riled up. I think it was eighteen on his first third round finish. So 
Um, I, 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 I'm kind of not around for the discourse though about it going too far, and then like the guys who are bros on Twitter are saying like, "Don't be such a pansy." I don't know. It's just whatever. It seems like not totally would be my scene anymore. That's why I'm going to Riviera this week. Um, anything else on Phoenix? You want to say? I think I'm good. Shout out to Bud Cauley making a comeback. He made the cut. He's now made the cut in three events. I just want to shout him out. Shout out to Jimmy Hardkay. He became sort of a, I think Ryan French basically crowbarred, jammed him into the broadcast, like made them put him on the broadcast. He became a nice little storyline. He made the cut like with a hole out in his last start ever. So Jimmy Knauss after Monday qualifying. Um, that's it for our Phoenix open. We talked about live a little bit. I did not get, you know, Saturday, you know, youth basketball. I did not see the finish. I was, I was on a little, little vacation. Did not watch. Uh, Congrats. Um, Dustin. That being said three times, because I've said that uh, Dustin Johnson is, uh, is on the backside of his career and not what he used to be. Him winning this event is, you know, this is a bad take just so you know. Because he What's beat that? 48 guys. Yeah. <laughs> he's 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 I, the same DJ that was number one, you know? Right. Yeah. Again, I, I don't yeah, I don't know what it I don't totally yet know what it means. Good leaderboard. Uh Las Vegas like Country 60, Club didn't look 60, great. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yes. Didn't seem to be asking a lot of questions. Um, but he wins. Smash wins the team event. You know the teams events I've Smash? noticed are not close. Like we haven't had a real close. These always because you're counting four a lot, and you got you know Harold Varner or somebody shooting eighty four. Like these team events have not been super close. So Smash wins that. Um, I don't know. It's kind of just it's, Rom got pissed. See Rom getting mad at the. <laughs> The fans outside the ropes. If he doesn't win soon, and if he plays bad in the Masters, he could implode out there. Legion 13? You think he's going to get I think he could just go nuts about... Well, I mean, the good news news for Liv is they're going to part of the schedule where they know that nobody's going to be... Jetta, right? Yeah, they got Jetta. You don't have to worry about fans at Jetta. (laughs) What else you got? Opposite of Desert Golf on tour this week. Jetta. What else do they have coming up? They got. You don't have anybody. Else. You go swan dive in the bunker at Jetta. You're not going to get very far with all your limbs. You know, Let's can't see. be doing that. Yeah, Jetta's next, so there's no fans there. Then what? Thailand or Singapore or something? That's do what they I'm have saying. A... That that one won't have a lot of fans. Yeah, so they're off and rolling. So um, elsewhere, you can't the even DP, find the schedule. Yes, you can. Come on, Ta- I'm your just, constant uh, battle with these leagues' uh, websites we found while it. we're recording found is it. incredible. Yeah, Jetta, Jetta, Hong Kong. Yes. Then they come back before, right? For Miami. the Masters, yeah, yeah Miami yeah. before. Yeah. Okay, Rikua Hashino wins the Cutter Masters. On the DP World Tour. Don't have a lot to add to that. Didn't see much of that. Um, and then the Magical Kenya Ladies Open. Did you see the giraffes walking down the fairway? Did you happened? get those? What what animal? What are you looking at? What's wrong? 
Oh, I was just trying to watch. How did Why? they get the ball back? The Chiefs? The Chiefs threw a pick, and then they got the ball back? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so, the Magical Kenya Open. You see the giraffes walking down the fairway? What animal would you most like to see? Unexpected, would you like to see? Let's do animal content. Giraffes would be up there for me. That yeah, would be a great one. I mean, you don't want any anyone that can cause injury like or harm to you or potential Hippo. death. Hippo. Yeah, Baboon. like a hippo or a rhino. I don't want yeah. anything to do with those. You know, the giraffe delay. Anyways, that was a social moment. I think a giraffe would be at the top. Maybe Great. elephant. God, watch yourself there. Yeah, maybe elephant. Definitely not moose. I've heard some bad stories about mooses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They take you out. Well, also the car. You know, like. Uh, they kill. They lead to all these car accident deaths because uh-huh. people uh-huh. hit the moose, and then the moose falls into their into the car. Yeah, yeah. And then it crushes the top of the car. I makes me averse to going to any northern area. You got to watch out for those around you. I was You're in true around in the mountains. I was in true northern California this weekend. Yeah, yeah. drove drove from central to northern California. And I was happy. I, I, you know, I, I opened the the house book in the Airbnb to um to check out to make sure I was doing everything right. And they said, "Watch out for bears." Yeah, I didn't know. So lucky, lucky for that. me. Uh oh, and Kevin Velo wins the uh, Astara Golf Championship on the KFT. So. Cool little note about that about Kevin Velo. So last week we had Isaiah Salinda. Yeah. They're both, um, they both are part of this like Cal Club uh, Venturi members, which go to like guys trying to play, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but back to back for cool. them, um, nice. which is, you know, just kind of random, random fact. But maybe that's but where neat. you should go to prep, play. Maybe. I mean, I mean, Martin Trainer is one of the Venturi members too. Really? So, what the... all right. I think that does it for this slapdash Monday episode at halftime of the uh, Super Bowl. I will see you tomorrow. Who do you in think person. is going to win this game? Uh, see, Midway I through, Chiefs, I think the Chiefs will. Even though it doesn't look good, it looks like their offense is a disaster. But I think they'll get going. How about you? <laughs> yeah, I think the uh, 49ers are going to win. Fred Warner's just <clears throat> erasing Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. All right, everyone enjoy your Mondays. We will be together in LA. We'll have a big Tuesday night episode recording, previewing, I think, the best event of the year, or or at least on paper, ahead of schedule, normal. I don't think you can use use the best event of the year for anything that's not a major anymore, unfortunately. That's what I meant. That's that's normal, whatever. Yeah, non-major. All right, we'll talk talk to you on Wednesday.